Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is my story. Well, his story today, kind of, because Matthew Barry has been arrested and is in custody, so let's talk about it. On my last episode, I talked about how Matthew had missed court on January 18th. And when you are facing three felony charges, you cannot miss court. That's not an option. So the judge on the case put out a bench warrant for his arrest. Now, him missing court is also a violation of his bond. And so that's an extra layer to all of this. Um, And so between then and now, I have sometimes been checking the Will County Court website to see if there's any updates, you know, if Matt has turned himself in, any other court happening scheduled aside from the March 1st bond forfeiture um, hearing, Um, but nothing until this past week, that is. So this past Tuesday, February 7th, I was at work and it was my off period Um, and I get a phone call from my mom and that's weird because she never calls me during the phone day and she's like, Sarah, like, you know, do you have a minute to talk? And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, why is my mom calling me during the day? So then she tells me that they got a a message on their voicemail machine um, and she played it for me. And it was this message from an officer from the Chicago Police Department. And he was calling, trying to get in contact with either me or my dad and saying that, you know, he had information about like my unserved order of protection and he had questions about Matthew Barry's potential whereabouts. Um, and so he wanted to talk to me about that and he left his phone number um, and that was that. So my parents, you know, with everything that I've been through were, I guess, understandably nervous and anxious that this was Matt calling me and trying to contact me. So um, I reached out to the victim advocate from Will County and I was like, hey, like got this voicemail. Like, do you know anything about this? Like, is this a real police officer? And then as I was waiting to hear back from her, my dad called this officer back and explained, hey, we are understandably like nervous that this is Matt trying to call us. Like, how can you verify for us that you are this police officer that you say you are? So the officer was like, totally get it, you know, let me call you from the station. And then he emailed my dad, like from his police, like verified email address. So as my mom was telling me that, I was like, all right, that's good enough for me. Let me call him back. And I did. And I talked to him on the phone um, for maybe like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Um, And so he said that he was part of a fugitive task force. Um, He was from the Chicago Police Department working with the fugitive task force looking for Matthew Berry. And they had questions for me about where he could potentially be, like where, where do I think he might be? Um, and like, we can reflect on that for a second that like the police are like asking me these questions. I mean, obviously because I'm like super, like my story is very much like all of it, you know, but, um, so I was offering, you know, Hey, he might be at this house in Midlothian, you know, that's what his current residence is that he tells the courts, but he also has connections to like Round Lake, Illinois, Grays Lake area, and then like Linden station in Wisconsin. So the officer's writing all this down and the officer's like, Hey, do you by chance have like, do you know what car he drives? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, well, when he was with me two years ago, 
um, he was driving a 2020 Ford Explorer. And, um, and so he was writing this down. He was like, do you have the license plate? I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, like, let me pull over because he was driving as he was talking and let me write this down. So he pulls over. I gave him Matt's license plate number. Good. Good to go. Um, and then he's asking if I know if like Matt has a job. And I said, you know, I think like he had said that he was fired from the place that he used to work you know, when we were together, but I don't know if that's true. And the officer was like, yeah, so that very much could be a lie. And I was like, yeah, it could be, you know. Um, and then the officer's asking if Matt owns any firearms. And I said, he used to threaten me with that and said, you know, he used to threaten that he had guns and that he had like a gun safe and would talk about that all the time. Um, and I never saw it though. And the officer was like, okay, so you never saw it, but he did threaten say that he owned firearms and possessed them. And I said, yes. And he was like, okay, like good to know. I need to write that down. So then the officer's explaining that the order of protection that I had renewed in October, um, hasn't officially been served to Matt yet. And so he will serve that, you know, when they find him, um, and then he was asking me, well, first of all, he was also asking me, like, what did Matt do? Like, tell me about this guy. Like, who is he? Like, what did he do? And I was explaining that, you know, he's um, been charged with, you know, these three felonies for killing both of my dogs. Well, for killing Kirby, but he killed both of my dogs. And I said, Matt has like this history of abusing like women and the officer was like, yeah, because I don't see anything in Cook County. So, like, did it happen elsewhere? And I said, yeah, like, Cook County's not doing anything. So, no, you can't find that stuff. You know, they didn't charge him really there. Um, but I said he did serve time in jail, like, 10 years ago in Lake County, Illinois, if you want to look up anything about that. I said it was for domestic battery and then also, like, impersonating. I said either a police officer or, like, um, a firefighter, like, because that's part of his record. He impersonated a public figure like that. And the officer was like, oh, my God, like, I need to look into that, like, because that's insane. He's like, I need to look into this guy. And I was explaining how he had, you know, multiple orders of protection against him and all this. And so, you know, I'm giving him the very, very brief rundown of who Matthew Barry is as a person, you know. Um, so then at the end, the officer asks, you know, with Matt having been arrested before, do I know how he is in those situations? Like when he gets arrested, like how is he with the police? Like, does he cause a problem? Is he like combative? And I was like, not to my knowledge. I said, I don't think he has been, but I don't know. And the officer was like, yeah, because I like need to know what I'm getting myself into here. And I'm like, yeah, like that's a valid question, you know? So, Okay. We end the phone call. He says, you know, they're going to start looking at this and he'll call me or my dad with information like once they find him, any updates, anything like that. He gave me his email address too, just in case like I think of any more info, whatever. So then the rest of the day, Tuesday passes, you know, no news. Wednesday passes, no news. Then Thursday comes. And Thursday morning, I actually had our state meet, like our state swim meet. So I'm there in the morning um, with this really big, exciting, like huge event, you know, for my athletes. It's a really great morning. And as I'm leaving the pool to, um, to go to have brunch with the girls, I call my mom to just give her a little update on how state went, you know, and, um, and she's like, did you talk to dad? And I was like, no. And she was like, well, you should call him. 
And I'm like, okay. And first of all, I'm like, mom, like you can't like say things in that tone of voice because my mind goes to the worst place. Like, you know, and she was like, well, do you want me to tell you? And I'm like, yes. Like, what is it? And she said they arrested Matt this morning, like today, like he's in custody right now. They arrested him. And I'm like, woo, you know, very exciting news, obviously. Um, and she, my, so my mom says, okay, call dad, you know, he'll give you the lowdown. Okay. So fine. So I hang up, I call dad right away and I'm like, okay, tell me everything. And he's like, okay, hold on. Um, you know, I'm writing up this email to tell you, let me just read it to you. So he spoke to the officer that morning. The officer called my dad, um, which is a thing in itself. It's like, why aren't you calling me? But whatever. Okay, fine. So the officer calls my dad, lets him know they got Matthew Barry that morning, arrested him, and he was in custody. And he was telling my dad how, um, you know, well, all about this. Okay, so I'll give you like the full details in a second. So great, Matt's in custody. You know, a couple hours later, I call the officer because I want to talk to him myself and like find out where do they find him, you know, all this so then I leave a message. The officer calls me back a little bit later. And now here's the full story based on my conversation with the officer and my conversation with my dad after he spoke with the officer. So this Thursday, February 9th, Matthew Barry was arrested um, and was put into custody. Um, he was at his work that morning Um they, the police found out where Matt was working, called his boss. Boss said, yeah, Matt's here right now. They just swooped in, arrested him right there. Apparently it was very smooth, you know, no issues. And then they brought him into custody. Now, apparently when they were talking to Matt, they, you know, Matt said, oh, for the dog thing, you know, yes, yes, for the dog thing. And then I guess he was telling the officer that he knows where I live. You know, he knows what state I live in. And, um, okay, fine, great. Apparently, he also told the officer that his public defender told him he didn't need to go to court, which is an interesting statement to make, I would assume. Um, so anyway, so in talking with the officer, he said that Matt had to pay $7,500 of his bond um, and then like a $75 like deposit fee or something. So almost $7,600 um, to be released from custody. And, you know, we were saying we don't know Matt's financial situation, but obviously if he's getting a public defender because he can't afford an attorney on his own, he probably doesn't have the finances for this, right? To post bail. Um, and so we were saying, you know, maybe somebody would have to foot the bill for him or whatever to, to get him out of jail. But in the case that, he doesn't post his bond or bail or whatever. Um, he would remain in custody until they decide what to do with him, essentially. Um, and so from my Thursday conversation two days ago, my understanding was the next day, so Friday, yesterday, um, they were going to extradite him from Cook County to Will County um, to wait in jail there either pending, you know, bond payment or like at least his next court date. That'll be very interesting, you know. 
So when I had spoken with my dad earlier, he said um, that this officer was part of like the U.S. Marshal Task Force something. And so when I was speaking to the officer myself, I said, I have to ask you a question. Like, are you a U.S. Marshal? And he said, no, I'm a Chicago police officer, but I was assigned to the U.S. Marshal like fugitive task force that was looking for him. So I said, you know, I, I just want to tell you when Matt was abusing me, he threatened like constantly, daily, that his dad was a U.S. Marshal who was going to kill me and kill my family and hurt us. Like it was a daily threat that his dad was this U.S. Marshal who was going to come after us. And the officer was like, oh, my God, like, is that true? And I said, no, you know, we're pretty sure it's not true. I don't think Matt even has a dad, honestly. But I said, I just think it's very full circle that you guys, the U.S. Marshals, are actually the ones who arrested him and put him in custody. And the officer was like, yeah, that's like very ironic and very like karmatic. And I was like, yeah, it's very full circle. And I just think it's very much like I'm like I'm my faith is very important to me. You know, I just think that's like the the universe, you know, the universe's plan is like. Of course he would be. I just think it's amazing that he was arrested by the U.S. Marshals. Um, so that's the update of Matt's arrest. So don't skip court, kids, uh, especially if you're facing felony charges. Just don't skip court. Um, and so it is my belief, understanding that he's still in custody. Um, I haven't heard otherwise. And if I did or do whatever, you know, I'm sure I'll share about that. But um, they did serve him with my order of protection, my new one. And this time, since he violated the first one, if he violates this order of protection again, it gets bumped up to a felony. And so the officer did share that with us as well. So that's, you know, another layer to all of this. Um, so, you know, Matthew Barry, quite the winner at life, you know, with all these things he has going for him, right? Oh my goodness. So that is the update for you guys. Um, like I said, I believe he is in custody still, um, if the world, you know, works the way it should, like he will be there for as long as possible. Um, but that's that. That's the the current uh, update, current situation. And, you know, what's that phrase? Like what goes around comes around and it's coming around and round and round and round again. Um, so I just also wanted to share, like as I was talking about this with my friends, like, I just think it's so powerful that like there's a fugitive task force. They put together a fugitive task force to find him. And then they were talking to me and calling me and asking for any updates, like if I knew where he might be, you know, and that is just extra, extra powerful. And I'm very grateful for my like ability to help in that way. Um, and that I, that I maintain that power. And so I just maintain that, Matthew Barry's life ended when he met me. Like, I always say I am his end, and that's because I am. Like, I will not ever start stop fighting for justice or for what's right. And, you know, I, I stand true to that, you know. So um, that's the update. Matt was arrested. Matt was arrested again.
So anything else I will share with you guys right away. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support and your love. Thank you for being here with me through every step of the way. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.